Welcome to episode 62, what you're gonna do with the Breakdown Walls podcast. What you're gonna do, brother, <laughs> when episode that... 62 runs wild on, on you. you. <laughs> Wait, I, I I heard a very distinct intake of breath when you first connected. Is that what you were gonna do anyway? <laughs> Actually, it wasn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dang it, I was hoping it was. I was totally off the cuff. What you're gonna do? Well, when you said what you're gonna do, I was like, oh yeah, I gotta run with that. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, this episode, ladies and gentlemen, I want to point out to you is actually going to run wild on you. So, if you're ready for it, <laughs> well, this is a great episode. I can like I, we haven't even done it yet, and I know it's a great episode already. Uh, there's so much to talk about. Holy cow! Especially, uh, this is, well, because of a thing, uh, that's why the episode is, uh, a little late. A little late, yep. A little late. Couldn't There's a reason morning. for that. There's a reason for that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so yeah, we're, we're gonna do this, the same old stuff. We're gonna do accessibility, or gaming news, accessibility news, but it's just packed. There's still plenty of things to, to go over, so... Oh, all right, let's let's do it. Let's get let's get right into it. Why waste time on episode sixty-two? Let's jump into some gaming news. Welcome to gaming news. Okay, so in this episode of gaming news. Uh, we're going to start with, you guessed it, more PS5 stuff. <laughs> Yay, PS5. No, I, I, I'm actually excited about all of it. I'm actually excited about, like, all of it. I, I, I'm glad we got this information, finally, because, again, this p- things people were wondering, and I like it. I like it a lot. So, PS5 and PS4 backwards compatibility slash next-gen upgrade discussion is what I called this. Um, and... The reason I call it that is because they're they're not the same thing uh, at all. <laughs> so here we go. Um, Sony has released some information about how all this stuff is going to work on the PS5. How are you going to play uh, your backwards compatible games, and how you're going to upgrade to next gen versions if they exist? So here we go. Um, most games are going to work. Uh, 99% of games are going to work backwards compatibility uh, from PS4 to PS5. So 99% of PS4 games should work just fine. They actually released the list now of games that don't work. And it's going to be on a page that they'll update if they find more, according to them. Nice. Um, there's only 11 of them. No, sorry, 10 of them right now. Um, and uh, the only standouts that I noticed among those 10 uh, were the Shadow Complex remaster uh, won't work on PS5. Which, yeah. I don't know if you've heard of that game. It's 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 kind of a, a collectible uh, Metroidvania style type deal. Oh, um, okay. I, I've heard of it mostly I've because... Of name. I've never seen yeah. it play or anything. Serious, no kidding. I've heard the name mostly because Nolan North is in it. So I was like, oh, what's this game? I was like... <laughs> Yeah, I like Miller North. What can I say? Um, 
So I like Nolan North too, especially after the Destiny stuff. We've yeah, been right, right, yeah, exactly. So Shadow <clears throat> Complex Remastered will not work. And the one that actually kind of surprised me a little bit because I mean it's it's not like super recent, but it's not super old either. Hitman Go, the definitive edition, will not work on PS5. Yeah, it's it's I don't know. It's, it's just it stood out as you know. Huh, that's an odd one that, that doesn't work. You know. Yeah. The others that don't. There work. is also like a weird indie game that like. The, um, that's not a, that's on that list, and I don't know. There's... I I didn't recognize personally any of the, any of the other names. Any of <laughs> I've never heard any of those other names uh, personally, but. Um, but those are the ones that stood out to me as the ones that won't work on PS5. And if, if, if something does not work on PS5, they do have apparently an error message that informs you of that. Oh, that's good. So if you try to play it, it just, you know, it's going to let you know, hey, it yeah. doesn't work yet. Maybe with a software update, it might later. You They'll know? probably patch, find a way to patch compatibility in somehow. Yeah, they, they, they very well might. They said they are working on, on stuff like that still. So, um, yeah. so. Games that do work are mostly just going to work. But games that do work, they have said, they have admitted that some features of those games may either not work or will work differently. Hmm. Um, for instance, when you're playing a game on the, PS, uh, on the PS5 that is a PS4 game, you will not be able to access the share menu at all. Uh, ah. The reason for that is because the share menu doesn't exist on PS5. It is now the create uh, screen, which we don't know much about yet. We still haven't seen much of the UI. Wink, wink. We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so it's the create screen now. And I guess the create button will still work, but it's, it's unclear because we don't know much about the UI, what the create button actually brings up. Like some people have speculated it's going to bring up a kind of in-console video editor. Some have said it's just going to bring up like a screenshot thing. I don't know. We don't know yeah. yet, but so it's, it's it'll be interesting. Yeah, you're not going to get the traditional share screen though. Um, also, some games um, will technically run. So, so some games are on this list, or sorry, some games are not on this list um, that will also not really work with the PS5. So, any game apparently that requires a second screen and is on PS4 will not work on PS5. For instance, games huh. like um, games like that Erica uh, full motion video, like live action uh, mystery thing. I don't know if you remember that game. Uh, I don't remember that, actually. Um, also, Hidden Agenda, another kind of game in the same vein, where basically, bo- in both cases, you would launch the game on your PS4, and then you would connect it to your phone, and you'd play the game oh. with your phone. Okay, okay, okay. I get it. Right. So those games, apparently, those connections won't work when you're going from PS4 to PS5 and playing those games on PS5. So technically, those games won't work on PS5, but they can't put them in the list because they will run. (laughs) You know? Right. Like, the software runs, but you can't use the second screen functionality. So that's that's worth noting as well. I wonder why that is. That seems like it would be... I don't know. That's... Yeah, it does does seem weird, but it, it might have something to do with, like, like the PS5 probably redid its whole networking structure, like for connecting to things. Yeah, and th- those those th- it's like it's not like Jackbox, 
those things are connecting directly to your PS4 to the game itself, you know? And a, yeah, and it uses a, its own, you know, Jackbox's own website. Right, right. So it, it's it's probably something related to some protocol somewhere that's not supported on PS5 uh, when you're when yeah. you're going from PS4. But uh-huh. uh, yeah, it's it's. But really, all this means just just to be clear, if you have Erica or if you have Hidden Agenda, both games that do this that I can think of right off the top of my head, if you have those games. All you really have to do is hope that the developers of those games decide to upgrade to the PS5 version of those games, and you'll be fine. Yeah. So, if they make that choice, then you'll be all right. Um, also, select PS4 games will be supporting boost mode on PS5. Um, this is going to do effectively what the, what it does for PS4 Pro, but it's going to do it, you know, PS5 style. Yeah. <laughs> you know, where you can boost up the game select games to uh, uh, higher frame rates than they had originally. Um, you can give them, you know, significant uh, lower load times and so on and so forth. Boost mode, you know. But apparently that's only going to be on select games. Not every game will be boosted like that. I I would bet that that is also going to increase over time. I think oh, that's just sure. like Sony probably has to look at the game and say, this is okay. Because when you, when you just try to boost a game without creating a version of it for the PS5 specifically... You may run into performance problems, you know. So Sony probably has to look at probably, each indiv- right. It would probably like speed it up too much, and the whole thing would right. run weird. And yeah, right. So Sony's probably like, we'll look at each individual game, we'll see if boost mode will break it or not, and if it doesn't break yeah. it, then we'll allow it. Um. So so that's that's that. Um. And so now now let's talk about a thing that has really interested me. Um. PS5 upgrades for games. I was wondering how this is going to work. And now we know. Now we know. So here's, here's something that I think is interesting. If a, if a game has a PS5 upgrade, and this might sound weird to say this, but I, I genuinely did not know how this is going to work. So if a game has a PS5 upgrade, it's a PS4 game, but can be upgraded to a PS5 version, you don't have to do it. So huh. it's not a case of you put the game in your PS5, it's like, well, you better upgrade. It actually <laughs> isn't like that. It'll launch huh. the PS4 version if you want it to. Um, okay. But if you want to upgrade, and the reason, that, the reason I bring this up, by the way, is because some upgrades are not free. Some, de- some developers have made the choice to give people PS5 upgrades, but to charge for them. So, they, you know, they, developers have that right, I guess, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so, that, that's why I bring this up. I feel like if you have the PS4 version, you you should be entitled to. I, I feel like know. that too, but it's it's their choice. It's not you know. Yeah. Most honestly, most developers are making them free. Yeah. The the, the it's the odd ones out that aren't like uh, Remedy isn't with Control, for instance. Um, yeah, we thought we talked about that one. I yeah. Think, uh, yeah, before. we did. Um, but anyway, so m- most most of the time it's free. But I so I bring this up though, just in case it's not free. You just don't want to pay the money just yet, or you yeah. don't don't have it at the, at the time. You can still run the PS4 version of a game on a PS5. Well, now, that's good. as soon as you're ready to upgrade, what you do is you go to the PS the, the 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 store page for that game, and the store page is where you're going to find the upgrade option. Um, so basically, once you choose to upgrade, your game's going to be upgraded. Uh, if it's if it's a free one, you'll just be able to choose to download the file right then and there. If it's yeah. not if it's not free, you pay for it first, then you can download the upgrade file. And it just it will just modify the installation of your game to be the PS5 version of the game. 
So there you go. Um, the PS4 uh, version just becomes the PS5 version. Essentially. Yeah, basically, yeah. It's not. It's not like a separate. Yeah, you are. Like, you are file it. it. Like it just turns into that. Yeah, okay. you are choosing to upgrade it. Now, okay. I believe, if I recall, if, if I understand this correctly, you still like if you. For, I don't know why you do this. I mean, this is just me. But I don't know why you do this. If you kept your PS4 and your PS5, um, I believe you still own the PS4 version at this point. So if if you if you turn on your PS4, you can still play your game, I believe. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but you are upgrading your game um, like forever is on the PS4. Like if you, if you delete it and reinstall it, you're just going to reinstall the PS5 version at that point. Yeah. Um, so hmm. there you go. Um, saves. How does that work? Well, in a lot of ways. This surprised me a heck of a lot, actually. Sony's allowing you to do a lot of stuff. First of all, most games... Um, will automatically confirm that uh, you have a cloud save and they'll just, you know, bring it on over. And that'll be fine. Yeah. Yep. Um, but if you, if you want to go a step further, you definitely can. You can transfer your games from PS4 to PS5. You can transfer your games and your saves, all of your data from PS4 to PS5 with external hard drives or Ethernet cable, LAN to LAN Ethernet transfer. Oh, wow. Or Wi-Fi transfer. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> They're giving you all the options. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. Cool. So uh, a lot of ways to do it. There has been some controversy, uh, and I, I will bring this up. There has been some controversy. PS4, uh, sorry, PS5 is uh, is losing the battle of uh, cross generation saves. Unfortunately, Microsoft is winning it. Um, for some reason, I don't know if it's like more difficult or what, but some developers are saying that uh, you will be able to, uh, you won't be able to transfer your PS4 save to a PS5 version of a game. Um, and sometimes I understand it, but sometimes I don't. Um, yeah. So in, in the Spider-Man remaster, I understand it because it, doesn't, it actually isn't just a, a PS5 upgrade file. Like they remade the game for PS5 added 10 new trophies to the game, you know, included the yeah. DLC. It's, 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 it's actually, they, they did a remastered version of the game. It's a different yeah. game, even though it's the same game. Right. That one I get. But I think it was, uh, I think it was Ghost of Tsushima, I think. I'm trying to remember now. It might not oh. have been, the, it might have not have been that. No, no, sorry. I think it was Yakuza. I think it was Yakuza, Yakuza Like a Dragon, I believe is what it was. Um, which isn't even out yet, by the way, which is right, funny. right. But the Xbox, you'll be able to transfer your save from Xbox One to Xbox One X or S. PS5, you can't. Huh. So weird. it's a little weird. Um, uh, Sony is saying they're not like fully explaining it. They're saying it's a developer decision. And I understand that it probably is. But I wonder what the the hiccup is there, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Like it's, it's interesting. So some games, I guess you won't be able to, if you're, if you're upgrading the PS5 version, you can't take your save with you. So mm. I hope, I hope at the very least, like I'm, I'm kind of generally okay with that as long as they're clear about it in the store. Right. Yeah. Um, as long as they tell, just tell you. Yeah. Just say, Hey, please no. Like, yeah. Okay. That's, like this that's is going to make your save invalid. If you upgrade this game. Yeah. 
Like, are you okay with starting over? Okay, well then, enjoy your PS5 version. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yep. So yeah, that is that. Um. Let's see. I think that's all for that. So pretty easy. It sounds like to upgrade to the PS5 version of games once you once you can. Yeah, that's good. Once they're uh, uh, out, and if if the if the console is as accessible as I'm hoping that it will be, then it should be easy for us too. Um, Hopefully. Also, a bit of an update. Uh, an update that I'm happy to provide. So, technically, this is not confirmed, but I think it's probably true. Um, because here's what happened: that um, the whole post. Uh, that went around about the, the blog post the PlayStation wrote about the uh, trophy updates, the, the updates to the new trophy system, you know, with the new level and all the new calculations and whatnot. Yeah. Um, that was translated into several different languages and thus was posted on several different uh, blog sites for different languages. And one of those sites, I don't, I don't know which one, but one of those sites, it, it was a PlayStation site. It was an official. It wasn't like a, this is not, it's technically not really a rumor, but the thing is it was only po- published one place, which is making it just seem weird. Um, huh. one of the sites that had one of the PlayStation's sites that had the blog post in it in a different language, um, when translated, revealed that there was more in the blog post than was in any of the other ones. Um, oh, wow. And it may have they may have accidentally leaked a feature that is going to exist on PS5 when it comes to trophies. And yeah. honestly, it's it's a, it's long overdue. Um, I hate to say it, this is another area where PS5 has lost terribly um or ps4 sorry has lost terribly and xbox has totally killed long overdue feature ladies and gentlemen if this is true and i'm assuming it probably is because again this is coming from a playstation site not just a random rumor um there will be trophy tracking on ps5 so like you know how on xbox yes i'm gonna i'm gonna go i'm just gonna use xbox as the example on xbox you can look at the achievements you're, you're going for and you can see your actual achievement progress towards that thing if your achievement yeah. was to collect 100 items, you know, you could see that you've collected 68 of them so far. Yeah. So yeah, he's finally going to do that. <laughs> I don't know what took him so long. I know, right? <laughs> like, that's the most obvious thing, in my opinion. Like, it's like yeah, that just, that just makes sense that you would have that yeah. feature. Yeah, so trophies will apparently be trackable if this is true. If this, this, one, if this one PlayStation blog post was correct, it, it should be true. Nice. So that's that's a nice update. Um, also, another PS5 update thingy. More information has come out of the uh, the people that got to try the PS5 early, the Japanese YouTubers that got to try it out. Yeah. More information has come out of them, and I'm so happy it did. I'm so happy it did. Yeah. Sherlock, my friend. <laughs> I mean. There's been other there's been other indicators I know, but every time there's a new one, it just makes me happier. So, Sherlock, the next generation is real. I don't know if you know. Uh, the uh, yeah. the super fast load times are real. Um, ah. We have a couple confirmations. Uh, that being from again the Japanese YouTubers that got to try the PS5 in advance. Devil May Cry Five. They announced from a cold start. Cold start. Game is closed on the UI. Click on the game. The initial number they came up with was four seconds. Oh my god! But, but then one of them pointed out, "Wait a minute! Actually, there was a press X prompt. Um, you know, 
you know, during that four seconds. So if we had pressed X right when that prompt uh, came up, it probably would have been like two. Wow. Cold start. Devil May Cry 5 remastered loads in two seconds. Oh my god. And I, I want to put that in perspective. That's <laughs> Devil May Cry 5. Insane. Devil May Cry 5 remastered loads faster than Xbox Series X can quick resume a game. Wow. That's pretty that's pretty crazy. There was another really- there was another game they tested. Uh it was an I think it was a oh my god, I can't remember what game it was. It's escaping me right now, but they tested another game that loaded in one to two seconds as well. So it's it's confirmed on multiple games. Um yeah. <laughs> Cold start. Wow. I mean, holy crap. That's crazy. And it's it's like it's like you know, it's like Sony said, like they want games to kind of feel a little bit like Netflix, where you click on a game and you're in it. Like Netflix, Netflix is fast now. Like, you know, have yeah, you noticed how fast it is? You literally, you just click on something, it's like <laughs> you're watching it. Yeah, they want games to feel like that, and I feel like that's exactly what they're going to achieve. Yeah. Um, also, they confirmed that Spider-Man Miles Morales is. Oh, this is fine, but this this is confirmed by Game Informer, by the way. Spider-Man Miles Morales is. Load free. Load free. There is not a single load screen in Spider-Man Miles oh Morales. God, that's crazy. Confirmed by Game Informer. I, I believe it. Wow. That, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Load free. <laughs> load free. Good lord. It probably only takes two seconds to start anyway. Right. Um, another thing, too. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something really cool. It's going to be really cool, and I was going to say it. Um, oh my god! <laughs> I hate it when this happens. I hate it when this happens. I, I really should just write down every single teeny tiny little thing that I think of. <laughs> every single teeny tiny little thing. Um, I was just thinking of it. I was just thinking of it. Oh man, I hate that. I hate when that happens. Uh, now I, I this is gonna bug me. This is gonna bug me a lot. <laughs> it's gonna bug me one heck of a lot. We'll get to accessibility news. And then oh, I, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. It came <laughs> to me. It came to me this time. Okay. Thank, hey. thank goodness. Okay. Thank goodness this came back to me. Okay. We have finally seen. Well, I shouldn't say finally, um, because the system's not out yet. Um, we have already seen. Again, this has been confirmed officially. The first example of new game design. Remember we talked about this, how these faster loading screens and or lack of loading screens would change the way games are designed, right? We talked about that quite extensively. Yeah. We now have an example of that. Here we go. I like this a lot. Just, just because an example of a thing we discussed, I like it. In Godfall, the, uh, the looter slasher game, the multiplayer thing, you know, yep. if you die in Godfall, if you do nothing at all, you will get a typical screen that comes up in a lot of games these days where it gives you a tip. You know, like even in The Last of Us 2, you get tips like, uh, do this to, to yeah. minimize damage, blah, blah, blah. Tip like that. Yeah. That happens if you do nothing. However, if you would like no loading screen whatsoever, <laughs> then simply hold circle and you will respond immediately. You will respond immediately. Oh, wow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 
That's an example of actual wow. design around this, though. You know what I mean? That's crazy. So they can do that now. Like, sure, we'll 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 stop you and give you a tip only if you want one, though. If you don't, right. <laughs> just hold circle. That's cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah, man. I can't. Good stuff. This is insane. Like, Mortal Kombat 11 is gonna get an next gen upgrade. Oh, I can't. I. Oh, there's gonna wait. be. I can't wait to see. I mean, oh my god, no load times. MK11's and... oh. load times already aren't that bad. Like, yeah, they're. I mean, maybe eight to ten seconds, but still, not that bad. Not compared to Soul Calibur Six. <laughs> I yeah, I I'm curious what that's gonna do for Soul Calibur Six, if anything. Well, it depends. I guess it's gonna depend on whether they support boost mode. I mean, I guess if it, it's it's probably still, still gonna be a little bit faster without boost mode, but um, I think boost mode's gonna be the thing that makes it really fast. Yeah. Um, but it's so interesting because now I wonder like I legitimately wonder if PS5 really is going to have uh, the equivalent to Xbox's quick resume because it doesn't really it. Be, right because it can start games cold faster than Xbox can resume a game yeah it's already running <laughs> <laughs> jeez I mean what the heck <laughs> and, that's insane. And plus, remember, you're going to have the, the the integration with the UI in, in PS5 games. Remember, with where you can choose like this mission is available to you now. Why not just click this button and launch this mission? That's the thing I'm I'm super interested in still to see what that's like. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. Skip the the, the front menus completely to do the thing you want to do. It's yeah. a, it's an interesting like concept. That. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, man. It's a uh, it's it's coming. Ooh. It's coming, dude. It's less than less a month than a away month. now. Can you believe it's that? Less than a month away. I c- that's insane. I can't. I can't even. Where are we? What is happening? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh man. All right. So. Okay. I think it's time to move on to the next item. I think I've covered enough PS5 stuff for now. Although I guess I'm technically not done technically, but anyway, we'll we'll get we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh, no, wait. We might as well cover this here. I didn't write this down. We might as well cover this here. Remember when I said, uh, we'll talk about the... Remember when I said, we've seen some of the UI? <laughs> and I said, I'll talk yeah. about it later. Well, let's talk about it. Sterlokatron, because the UI has been shown... A teeny, tiny piece of the UI has been shown mm-hmm. by Burger King. What? what? Yep, that's right. Burger King. There was... There was a bird. Yep. This is a genuine reaction, guys. I did not know. You didn't know? Oh, I I thought you knew this. No. No. I thought thought the reason you were saying indeed and stuff was because you already knew. Yes. Burger King uh, posted a video on their Twitter account that said uh, the text of the tweet was something like, hey, wait a minute. A Whopper sandwich isn't supposed to do this. (laughs) And then... They show what is apparently, and this, this has been uh, confirmed by PlayStation, I guess, because they responded to the tweet. Um, they uh, they showed a teeny tiny piece of the PS5's UI and the the, Bur- the, the king mascot staring at it. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. And then that's so random. PlayStation man. responded to this. Just they're they're all apparently all that was in their tweet was a. Uh, eye emoji and an ear emoji like watch and listen <laughs> um 
And there is hints going around that there's actually going to be some Sony slash Burger King collaboration. Not immediately, but... Yeah, that makes sense. If if Burger King's already... Yeah, it's probably... That was probably very calculated. It could be, Uh yeah. It could be, but the thing is, the, the rumored Day two. the rumored announcement of this collaboration though is not for launch. Uh, the date huh. the date that's floating around is actually February like twentieth of twenty twenty one. That's kind of weird. I wonder why. Maybe to give I, I don't know. It's it's like maybe maybe the why? maybe to go into like the second the second wave as as they're heading into the, yeah, the end of the that's first. That's what I was. That's what I was thinking. Like once the initial like. That's the end of the launch Once window. people can actually get their hands on them and, and they're not so scarce. Yeah, typically... So I've, I've learned a lot about consoles over the years now. Typically, I guess the launch window is considered like the first three to five months of, of the console's existence. Oh, so okay. that puts it right at the end of that. Yeah. So maybe that's what it is. Like preparing for the second, you know, s- second wave of, of PS5 stuff and... Next factory shipments and stuff. The spring games. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like the MLB, you know, February is kind of around then. Yeah, February seems to be a a big time for game releases. February slash March, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like MLB is going to come out then. Probably some other stuff too. I don't know when Deathloop's coming out, but it is in twenty twenty one. So you know. Yep. So yeah, that's there's some kind of thing with Burger King, and the first interesting the first time we see any of the UI, it's because of Burger King. Burger King. now, Alrighty. the cool thing is there was a sound effect with this, too. I don't know if it's an actual PS5 sound, but it was a little kind of melody that might be the startup sound for the PS5. Ooh. I don't know. I, I kind of believe it, but I kind of don't, because I don't know if you... I don't, I don't, do you remember the uh, the thing that Sony um, did show off a long time ago? It's not technically UI, but they showed off the thing... Like again, when they said they they showed this off at the same time, they said they wanted to be like Netflix uh, for for video games and have it start up really quickly and stuff like that. They showed mm-hmm. off they showed off the uh, like the the game start thing that's going to happen on PS5 games, like the start the you're you're playing a PS5 game, Ooh. you know. They showed that off, yeah. And it's like that's like epic. It's like a Marvel introduction. <laughs> it's like it's like oh, super wow. epic. But this did not sound like that. So like I partially believe it and. I'm not, I'm partially not sure. Like it could have just been a stock sound effect. I don't know. Maybe it is though. Maybe it is a PS5 UI sound. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see in less than a month. Yeah. Okay. Now we'll move on to the next thing. Xbox Series X apparently has a bit of a problem. Feeling hot, hot, hot. <laughs> <laughs> ah, apparently it's got a bit of a problem there. <laughs> Xbox Series X is running pretty hot. People are saying. Um, now, some people are trying to say this has been exaggerated, and we'll never really know until the Series X comes out and people are playing it and stuff. But the people that, that, that uh, the, the press and stuff that got Xbox Series X uh, early, they're saying that it's running pretty hot. A lot of them are saying it. Um, and it's, it's kind of problematic. Now, the, the, the way Microsoft responded to this, Aaron Greenberg uh, responded to this. I think it's, uh, he's uh, now Microsoft's community manager guy. He used to work for GameSpot, by the way. I remember him from GameSpot days. Anyway, um, he says that the Xbox Series X runs as hot as the Xbox One, um, which is like still a feat of engineering because they had to do it like comparable to the size of the unit, like the power and the size. So they said, they said, it runs as hot as the Xbox One did. 
okay, fine. Um, but my, my concern here is, are they, did they do too much to try to decrease the size of the Series X? Because it's, it's, it's apparently small, you know? And so is the Series S. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like there's you're saying that it's it's running. Yes, it's running as hot, but it's running too hot for the size. I see what you're well, saying. Well, that yeah, that plus like, like well, yeah. So so it's it it has concerned people. Like uh, one guy, I guess it was running hot for him initially, and he actually opened up the uh, the storage thing because you, you know they make it easy to to do that and stuff. And he mm-hmm. he pulled out the the storage drive. And that was hot. Ooh, the SSD was not, hot. That's not so, good. You don't want your hard drive running hot. Right. That's not right. Good. So I'm wondering if, like, maybe they, I'm, I'm not saying they didn't achieve something. Like, it is technically a feat of engineering to drastically increase the power of your console, but keep it running at the same temperature as your previous console. That's, that's great. But I don't, I don't know if, I feel like they may have, tried too hard to, to keep it small we may have another red ring yeah because they, they the situation they tried so hard to keep it small they didn't adequate, adequately cool because that's what X. happened with the 360 is they tried to keep it small and they, they just tried to cram way too much and and uh um stop skeletons from fighting did a really really good extensive video on on the red ring of death yeah that's a really good youtube i didn't even know about that stop skeletons. that's a great um, name it is, but they did a really good like half hour plus video on uh, the Red Ring of Death thing and like going into why it happened and and it's it's a really really good video and it was you know it's talking about how like they wanted to do like you know they're almost prioritizing form factor over. Basically anything they were yeah. trying. To, basically, just they were trying to cram too much into into too small of a space. They wanted to look for the, tech, for the, the technology at the time. Yeah. It was just yeah. it just didn't work. Yeah, and and the thing the thing of this is, this is completely justifying the size of the PS5. Everyone was all like, yeah. "OMG, the PS5 is freaking huge." But it has to. You be know why? It's <laughs> It's got a massive cooling fan. It's using liquid metal cooling I mean, system. My guess, right? This is just a theory. We'll probably never know this for sure. But my guess is they probably started kind of small. And then in like testing and stuff and engineering tests. You mean PS5 started small? Probably. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then they probably realized probably fairly quickly that like, oh, this is running way too hot. We need to increase the size because we need this definitely needs more cooling that's my guess yeah i mean you're probably right the more the more i bet they probably tried to start small and they yeah. just they just could just feasibly keep do it yeah because mm-hmm. the more powerful the chipset the harder it is to cool it off that's just gonna run real hot yeah. you know yeah so those amds those amds you know, those aren't hot. <laughs> yeah, and it's. I mean, I know we talked about this last week, but it's worth mentioning, guys, because we now have this to compare it to. The PS5 apparently runs super cool. Uh, yeah, people noticed no heat change whatsoever after long extended periods of play on PS5. So that's good. It's it's very good, but uh, Xbox maybe the small form factor wasn't a good idea. Um, nope. Yeah, so so there you go. 
They were bragging about that too. Like, oh, it's look how small this Xbox Series S is the smallest console we've ever made. Amazing. Anna says, "Oh, Anna." <laughs> All right. So, next news item: a judge. Uh, by the way, this is this is the official Epic versus Apple update. <laughs> so, in this update, a judge has permanently blocked Apple from blocking the Unreal Engine. Um, and I also wrote "phew" in this because. We yeah, talked no. about this when when uh, when Apple wanted to do this, and we talked about how huge a threat this was to game development. It was a huge threat to game development on mobile platforms. And uh, I'm glad I'm glad I, the judge kind of knew what they were doing, and they just they didn't just mindlessly grant them this. They yeah yeah because this would have been I think they realized just, the impact. They they probably looked into like Apple would have. That would have killed that. They probably spent they probably right. spent like thirty seconds uh, researching Unreal Engine and re- realized that everything's it's like half of everything is like made everything with it. Is, uh, <laughs> yeah, this would actually be a really bad idea. Yeah, they were not doing that. But they uh, the other side of this coin, by the way, I didn't write this down. But the other side of this coin mm-hmm. is they absolutely did allow Apple to continue to block Fortnite itself from the app, yeah. which is their right, I think. I've kind of turned around on I, my, I'm just on my stance too. I'm just like, you know what? Apple, yeah, Apple had every right to for me like do what they I did. wouldn't say I've turned around, but I, and I would blocking say Fortnite. I would say I've like I found the fence. <laughs> like that's what I would say. Yeah. Like I kind of I, I see I see where both sides are coming from now. I, better than I, I mean did. I I kind of agree with Apple banning Fortnite. I don't agree with them wanting to ban the Unreal yeah, that, that's, that's, that's silly. Just oh. No, petty. I mean, oh, that was petty too. You're right, but petty was we also will not allow Epic users to use sign in with Apple. <laughs> but that's petty. Yeah, that was petty. That is petty. I think that was blocked too, yeah. if I recall correctly. So yeah, I think it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I remember we talked about that. That's right. Uh, <laughs> okay, so that was the Epic versus Apple update. All right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, now. All right, there we go. I think it's time for the thing. Yeah, it's time for the thing. <laughs> By the way, I loved what you yeah. so Brandon sometimes will make little funny things in the yep. outline. That's what I do. And and uh, in the outline, he had written, uh, what was it? Hidden content, unlock condition, event at noon. Complete Brandon Cole's noon event. <laughs> Yeah, Nuna, that's what it was. So yes, awesome Thirteen Sentinels yep. reference. I, love I, it. I turned myself into Thirteen Sentinels character, just like that. Yep. There you go. <laughs> so here we go. Let's talk about the thing now. The reason I put this where I put it in the show is because this is a bridge, uh, because it's going to contain contain some game information and it's some accessibility kind of information. So it's it's a bridge between segments. So, ladies and gentlemen, I was invited to yet another uh, Ubisoft preview event. This one for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And I will tell you what, the first thing that shocked me about this is that it was six hours. That's a long time. You know how much time I got with Immortals Phoenix Rising? Three hours. This was <laughs> six hours with Assassin's Creed Valhalla. But to be fair, they, they gave us a lot of game to, to see. They gave us a lot of that game. The demo they gave us was quite large. Apparently, it was an entire region of the game was was mapped out in that demo. Oh, so wow. yeah, 
And Assassin's Creed Valhalla, don't get me wrong, is an open world affair. It's 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 going to be very large. <laughs> it's super open, just like just like Odyssey was, you know. It's gonna be super large. Yeah. Um it is a game where you take the role of Ivor, a Viking character who can be either male or female, according to your preference. And the cool thing is, you can actually switch between them at will at any point. I I saw that in the little. Um, they were talking about that in the event that I was watching. Yeah, the little uh, the deep dive thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can switch between them whenever you Super want. Cool. Yeah, man. Um, so this game is going to be your. Well. It's, it's kind of your typical Assassin's Creed game, but it's kind of not, because you're dealing with a lot more broad scope stuff. Like, you're dealing with actual war. Like, you are a Viking. You are, you are going... You are, you are a conqueror. conqueror. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? You're not just an assassin lurking in the shadows all the time, although you can do that, and you will do that throughout the course of the game. You're not just doing that. You are storming cities, and I... Man. Literally. You are literally storming cities. I, one of the uh, I, so I wrote a blog about this and I posted uh, I embedded a bunch of uh, video clips of my gameplay into that blog, and it's not all me at the controls. Sometimes it's my demos at the controls because not all the combat accessibilities. And I, I, I'm getting ahead of myself here, but anyway, I have a clip yeah. in that uh, post of what that sounds like, and it is epic. I love that it's, moment. It's so cool. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, man, I wonder what that's going to sound like with the accessibility And stuff to be like. clear, Sterlock, um, you know the, the battering ram bit? Yeah. Yeah, you're on that battering ram. You control that. You tell the, <laughs> you tell the other soldiers that are grabbing onto it to push forward when you want to push forward. That's you nice. breaking down that door along with the other soldiers that are oh, on the battering that's, ram. That's cool. <laughs> I love it. It's awesome, dude. It's I, I really and and it's it's got the typical uh, Ubisoft, um, you know, what I would call the the Ubisoft expectations or the Ubisoft like the typical Ubisoft stand-ins. Like, um, voice acting is great. It's the writing seems really great. Uh, story is really well told. I didn't show in my video clips much story, but that's because I wanted to be careful. They they wanted us to limit our our uh, story. Yeah, you, you had to curate your the clips that you yeah, used. Yeah. yeah. Because they gave us a complete uh, quest arc that we could, you know, that we could, we could capture. We can, ca- we could, yeah. we were allowed to capture the whole thing, but they wanted to limit how much of it we showed. Like it's not like what you, what you yeah, showed. Yeah, I, I could have yeah. showed some of it if I wanted to, but I, I just, I chose the careful route. Um, so yeah, story is really well told. I really like the characters. Um, there, there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, character variety, which I really like. The side quests are awesome. There's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of humor in the side quests, and I I did absolutely capture a clip of my favorite side I'm quest. I'm trapped with no hope of escape. <laughs> I'm trapped. Oh no! I'm so helpless. Oh, <laughs> uh, that 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 chick has problems, dude. Like there's some serious yeah. issues there. I think she needs some therapy. But I love how that quest ends. Like, like hello. Santa. Leave. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just gonna go now. I'm done with you. <laughs> That's great. Uh, it's so great. Nah, it's, funny. Uh, it's it's just it it seems like this is gonna be a fantastic Assassin's Creed game. Um and that's that's before, ladies and gentlemen, we get into the discussion of the accessibility features of this Assassin's Creed game. 
this game represents the largest scope of accessibility features I have personally ever seen from Ubisoft and uh, the largest scope of accessibility features that will specifically help the blind uh, from Ubisoft that I've seen. And it's, it's actually a lot. <laughs> it's actually a lot yeah. of things. Um, there's going to be quite a few combat assist options, including aim assist for things like arrows and whatnot. And uh, not just arrows, by the way. There is a move you can execute in this game where you can throw axes at your opponents. So, you know, if you like doing that, that's, that's an option too, you know. That sounds fun. <laughs> you can just throw axes, because why not, you know. <laughs> Um, so there will be aim assist, there'll be other combat options as well um, and uh, there will be a thing that is going to be helpful, it's, it's going to be helpful but I, it's one of those things that I don't know how helpful it's going to be, even now that I've, I've seen the game for six hours, I don't know how helpful it's going to be there is a thing that you can do which will make your character automatically move and follow roads and rivers rivers if you're, if you're sailing you know, roads if you're, if you're yeah. on horseback and that's that's great, but I don't know how much of the land is actual road. You know, this is right. a big open world. I don't know if some of the quests you have to do are out in the boondocks where there are no roads. And this yeah. this specifically states it follows roads and rivers automatically yeah. for you. Which, like, again, great, but I just don't know how much that's going to help us. Um, hopefully, right. a lot. How are we going to navigate? Hopefully, a lot. I would love to be wrong. Thousands. Yeah. Um, uh. But I don't know. We'll see. And just just uh, to clarify this, um, it's really easy to initiate. Um, I didn't talk about this in the blog because, believe it or not, I actually wanted to keep some stuff um, exclusive to the podcast. That makes any sense. I wanted. I wanted to. I want one to supplement yeah. the other. So here's the scoop. When you are on a road or in a river, if you want to initiate all auto follow, yeah, hold circle for a second. That's it. That's it. Nice. Yep. So super easy to, to activate. Um, now, the next thing... So the next thing to talk about is menu narration. Uh, or I should just say narration. Um, and this was not available in the demo, so I could not show this off, unfortunately. Um, however, according to the accessibility list that Ubisoft provided at the same time the embargo lifted, uh, narration is quite extensive. In fact, they're saying that very few things won't be narrated. Um, however, to cover it, the, th the major thing that will not be narrated according to Ubisoft is the HUD, which is unfortunate because that would help some, you know. Yeah, and you can't tell because you, yeah, you won't be able to tell how much health you have, and that's all. Well, there is fortunately there is a semi solution to that, um, but I'll get to that in a second. That'll be another ah, okay. exclusive to the podcast. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, so narration apparently is extensive. Now, I don't know how extensive. I really wish it was in the demo, but I'm I'm still pretty hopeful because when they're when they're saying things like most things are narrated, I'm pretty hopeful. Um, yeah, it seems like maybe just maybe things like shops will be narrated. Maybe the map will be narrated. Um, I don't know, but if I can yeah. tell you right now, if the map is narrated, we can at least fast travel to places um, because it's. The map okay. interface is okay. really simple. Nice. Well, um, good. Yeah. So if it extends pretty mm. far, that's going to increase our playability pretty drastically. Um, even if yes. the HUD's not narrated, which 
again, unfortunate, but if most things are, I think that that's, it's going to be a very, very good experience. Um, yeah. So next thing, audio cues. Holy crap. <laughs> this game has a bunch of audio cues. Maybe not as many as The Last of Us 2, but a bunch. And the cool thing about this is, and I mentioned this in the blog, but the cool thing about this is, this is not a feature you activate. They just decided to say, you know what? Everyone's going to get these. I'm not even kidding. I like that. I like that. We did not turn anything on in that demo for audio cues. It's just, that's the default. I like that. That is just the way that it is. Um, Yeah. That's tremendous. Um, So there are audio cues for uh, enemies when you're using a move called Odin Sight, which you use by holding L3 for a second. Um, And items, same with uh, Odin Sight as well. Um, There's audio cues for new areas. Audio cues for enemies nearby. Like even even if you don't scan, you'll still get a cue that tells you there's enemies nearby. Um, there's a cue for enemies being alerted to you. There's a cue for um, finding treasure chests and things and uh, artifacts you can pick up and skills you can you can you 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 pick up uh, new abilities by the way in this game. And there's okay. an audio cue for that too, so you can find them uh, when you're close to them, of course. Um, there's an audio cue for climbing to the top of the. Uh, the uh, synchronization towers. If you're, if you're familiar with Assassin's Creed, you'll know that it actually takes place. The Assassin's Creed series technically takes place in modern times or like futuristic times, um, and it's all about you know these people are using this thing called the Animus to learn about the past and break into people's memories of of you know of their ancestors and whatnot. So that's that's how the the things happen. The, synchron- the synchronization yeah. towers are in in a gameplay perspective, they are the things that give you. Uh, more icons on your map. They give you a, a wide view of the area around you. They they open up all the icons and say, "Oh, there's there's you know a quest over here. And there's stuff over there." Um, they give you stuff to do basically. But like in the lore of the game, they are what help synchronize the uh, the memory with the uh, the, the ancestor or the, the 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 what's the word? The ancestor versus the the current modern person is being synchronized with. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's something about the animus and stuff. Anyway, but when you climb to the top of those towers, which is what you need to do to get to the, uh, to get your, your, your view that you need to, to synchronize, the closer you get to the top, the louder this audio cue is for the top of the tower. So you can, you can track nice. that way. Also, uh, exclusive, a podcast exclusive. If you, uh, if you hold X while you move, you will uh, auto uh, climb and auto vault and auto everything. Um, ah, so nice. climbing itself is fairly easy. I actually, apparent, I didn't climb to the top of one of the uh, synchronization towers, but during my uh, loot video, it's actually in the in the clip. Uh, I did climb to the top of a small tower, <laughs> like it wasn't one of those towers, but it was a tower, and I did climb up there because I held X and pressed forward. I climbed all the way up. <laughs> so there you go. Um, so climbing, I guess, pretty rudimentary, pretty easy uh, for us too, which is which is great. Auto auto platforming is awesome. I approve. Um, and one of the biggest audio cues I haven't mentioned this one yet. One of the biggest audio cues this game has. It has an audio cue when you're on your map screen and you move over a point of interest on your map. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. 
Nice. Good. <laughs> I mean, so it's interesting because this is what makes me wonder if the maps can be narrated because if it is, these things coupled together will basically make... I hope so. Yeah, the, I mean, they could make the map accessible. Plus, along with another feature, um, the, that, that feature being um, the fast travel system and, you know, the ability to set waypoints and whatnot. Um, oh, sorry, no. Also, along with the, the cursor feature. Now, this is interesting. Um, I, I don't know if this works in the map screen, though, just to be clear. I don't know if this works in the map, but I'm hoping it does. In the final game, you will be able to use the cursor movement that not many people actually like, but Ubisoft seems to like it. So <laughs> you can use that, yeah. or if you use other buttons like the D-pad, you'll just snap from item to item, which is just, that's, that's, that's what we wanted in the first place. Yeah, that's all, all we've, we've ever wanted in menus. Just, just let us move through a menu. <laughs> that's, all we, that's all we wanted to do. I wonder if that was like, if um, was it uh, Ghost Recon? Was that you showed off? Oh yeah, it could have been. It could have been. Um, I wonder if that was the mode because they they saw that and like, oh, yeah, the the uh, Division Two video uh, showed off. Yeah, yeah, Division. Yeah, yeah, yeah Division Two. Uh, yeah, that was um, that hurt. Hurt a lot. <laughs> it, was, it was rough, man. It was rough to get into that game. Oof. Yeah. Oh no! Wait, was was it Division Two? Now I'm trying to remember if it was the Division Two or not. Uh, I know you did um, Breakpoint. It was. That, you know what? It was Breakpoint. Was. You're right. It was Breakpoint. Yeah. Division Two had didn't have that problem. That's right. Division Two didn't do that. Um. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah. Now we can move or snap to, and uh, if if those things work together, if narration works on the map screen, and if you can snap from from map location to map location, boom, we can fast travel to places and set waypoints. I mean, it's that simple. Like if it works that way, there you go, we're done. Um, it doesn't again. Again, it still does not guarantee the game is playable, but man, it gets it closer. We'll see. I mean, progress is progress. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um. I can also tell you. I can also tell you that fishing is accessible. Uh, fishing is an audio cue uh, when you have a bite, kind of like Animal Crossing, but not the same sound, you know, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, it, it gives you an audio cue when you have a bite. So all you have to do is reel her in, and there you go, you have a fish. And maybe maybe, maybe narration will tell us what the fish is that we catch because that does matter. Um, there was there's another side quest where a guy asks you if you'll go catch an eel for him. Uh, for this, I saw that for the yeah, stew that he's making. Saw. Yeah. So the fishing is technically accessible, but I don't know if uh, I don't know if he'll tell us what fish we got. Like we may have to, even if we, assuming we can even play the game, we may end up going back and forth to the guy. Like, do I have your eel yet? I don't know. <laughs> Just check to see if I have it. <laughs> so you yeah. know, but uh, it's. I mean, that's that's a lot of audio cues. <laughs> like all the things I just listed. <laughs> is a lot. Yeah. Most games don't have that. That's impressive. I mean, it's insane. I, I think I think this is the first game to have audio cues for items and enemies since Last of Us 2. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think so. Um, so, hey folks, guess what? Ubisoft is listening. They are absolutely <laughs> yep. listening. Yeah. The accessibility in this game is, is, is insane. Like, 
again, I don't know if it's enough to make this game fully playable, but they really you can you can tell they tried. And what I what I said in my my blog post is this is at last what actual progress looks like. This is what yes. developers that are listening to what the blind are saying. This is what happens when they do that and when they try to implement things. Like it may not be there completely yet, but like they're learning. They're clearly learning and they're clearly wanting to improve. Yeah, they're iterating. Like their next, yeah, like that's that's good. Yeah, we've seen just upward trends, most mostly upward trends in all their yeah. stuff. So, I mean, it's going to be great. And by the way, uh, I guess it's worth mentioning this um, because of my like semi, I don't know what you want to call it, but like my semi half partnership with Ubisoft, whatever you want to call that thing. Um, yeah, you can guarantee that I will be showing off this game. Uh, so if you're still unsure, if you're still, if you don't want to make it like an immediate purchase, I can guarantee you that I will have this game and be able to try it out and play it on stream to uh, to allow to allow people to see what we can do, what we can't, and so on and so forth. So, right. yeah. So you know that's going to happen. Cool. Um, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward. <laughs> yeah, man. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Yeah. So that's great about health. Flighting, by the way, is my favorite thing in that game. Flighting. Oh, flighting. Flighting is so cool. cool. And by the way, that brings up <laughs> another point. I wonder if narration reads dialogue choices. It probably. I, I hope so because does. the game itself is very dialogue choice heavy. Um, like I yeah. said, I didn't show much of the story, but I can promise you, uh, it is full of dialogue choices. And uh, what flighting does. So flighting. Uh, for those who didn't read my blog post yet, you should go read it. By the way, flighting <laughs> is essentially a raft battle. Um. <laughs> it's essentially a Viking rap battle. You're, you're, you're facing off against an opponent in rhyme is literally what you're doing. That's what flighting is. Yep. If you win flighting matches, you gain charisma. That charisma is then used to give you special dialogue options in certain story confrontations if you have enough charisma. If you don't have it, then that's just not an option for you. So, hmm. makes me really wonder if uh, narration will cover dialogue. I would imagine that it, it it probably is going to be. I I hope so because that'd be amazing. The way they were the way they were touting most things being uh, narrated, I would I would assume. Yeah, I hope I hope so. Dialogue choices are included. That'd in be that. tremendous. That'd just be just one more notch. <laughs> that'd be awesome. I'm I'd be perfectly honest. Like, other than like knowing that this was coming out, this game was totally not on my oh, radar. Yeah, I mean- Assassin's Creed games have always interested me in kind of a general way because you hear trailers for Ubisoft games and typically they're great. They're they're like well voice acted and everything like that. And that, that always interests me a little bit. Like okay. I always appreciate Ubisoft trailers for their, their good production. But typically yeah. Assassin's Creed games don't interest me enough to be like, oh I'm gonna try this game and see if it's playable. <laughs> like I don't know, because right. I always just say yeah. Assassin's Creed. It's massive and open world. Why would I even try? Like, open world games typically aren't accessible, so, you know, it's it's yep. really tough to break into an open world game if you're blind. So, this one, though, I mean, who knows? I have never... Even if it's not fully playable, I mean, it's clear they're making strides, and uh, maybe the next... Yeah. Assassin's Creed game will be fully playable, or maybe the next Ubisoft. 
like between this and um, Watch Dogs, and, and Watch Dogs, I'm I'm curious about Watch Dogs. Yeah, too. I am too. I am too. I, I have I have other doubts about Watch Dogs though. But that said, I'm I'm yeah. definitely curious. Um. Oh yeah, one more thing too. I was going to mention the uh, the uh, slight workaround for the the HUD problem. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. That is actually haptic feedback during combat. Um, haptic feedback is very informative during combat about how your health is. Um, much like The Last of Us 2, the more it vibrates, the more trouble you are in. <laughs> You're right. Uh, also, there is a state of... Uh, in fact, this is in the clip that is in my blog post. There is a state of exceedingly low health where uh, visually everything fades out a bit and auditorily everything gains a dreamy, echoey quality to it. That's exceedingly low health. And uh, that's another uh, way of informing you what your health is. So we can't read the HUD, but we will know if we are very hurt. (laughs) Right. And healing yourself is as easy as pressing right on the D-pad to use a healing item. So it's, yeah. So it may not even matter, kind of. I'm, man, I'm super excited about this game now. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm... I am too. It's so it's so interesting. It's so might, cool to be excited I about Assassin's Creed. Off. I know. I, it's crazy. Uh, I might hold off on actually buying it until I see. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we're definitely doing a stream of it. We're definitely doing a stream. You know what's, yeah. you know oh, what's yeah. interesting though? I hmm. don't know if. No, wait. Maybe I do know. Never mind. I was gonna say I don't know if that stream will be on the PS4 or the PS5. But now I realize, I think about it, I'm like, it's probably going to be on PS4 because because the Assassin's Creed itself comes out on the 10th. On the 10th, so yeah. It's probably going to be on PS4. So, all right. I, I, I had a moment there. Um, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. It might be our first PS5 game. No. All right. <laughs> I'm sure you could upgrade. Oh, I probably will. In fact, I might do two streams. Maybe we'll try it yeah. to see what the upgrade, you know. See what See if there's a difference, if there's a noticeable difference. Yeah, because yeah. we'll be using the official PS5 3D audio at that point, so, oh, so yeah. who knows? And that is one thing, too. I, you know what? I should have mentioned this in the blog, but I didn't mention it. Um, in, the, in the loot uh, sound cues portion, uh, you may notice if you listen to it or watch it that I have a little bit of trouble finding the loot that I'm looking for. I noticed that, yeah. reason for that is because uh, the demos are done over Parsec, and Parsec does not support surround sound. So ah. I think that I think once I think we'll be able to find the loot pretty well once we're in a surround sound environment. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I was I was trying to deal sense. with only stereo, and uh, I couldn't tell if something was behind me. So sometimes you couldn't I, tell when things yeah, were behind. Sometimes you. I just walk away. They were from going things. away from. Yeah, I noticed yep. that. I was like, ah, oh, you're heading away from it. But do you like the fact <laughs> that I technically did find the loot? Uh, if you read the blog post, is <laughs> in the know, water. The, yeah. the demoist revealed to me. He's like, oh, I know, I know what it was tracking. It was the fish. <laughs> and you technically found it because the last thing you hear That's in that funny. clip is me jumping into the river. <laughs> the water. It's like, oh, why'd you jump in the water? And he's like, and then and he's I, like wait a second. Because I, I saw the video before. I watched the videos actually before I read the, the oh, blog okay, post. Okay. Because I was watching them. Oh, as, as they were being uploaded. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then you found out, oh, it was the fish. Okay. <laughs> That's that's pretty yep. funny. So, so we can track fish, unlike unlike Animal Crossing. <laughs> we can, we yeah. can track fish. Oh, <laughs> man, so good! I'm so excited about it. I'm, 
I just, man, like, I don't think I'd ever be excited about Assassin's Creed. Good on you, Ubisoft. But... Really, honestly. Yeah. Uh, even if it's not fully playable, this is this is what we wanted to see. Keep it up, guys. Yep. Ah, <sighs> yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. I think that's all for gaming dudes today. Gaming dudes. Yep. And now, <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to move on. It is time to move to the next segment of our show, which is cleverly entitled. It is now time for Accessibility News. Now, I only have one thing in Accessibility News this week, but it's pretty big. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, I mean, I think it's pretty big. I, I'm, 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 I'm biased, I guess. But that I made me, it made me super happy when I saw it. Yep, it made me happy too, because actually... Um, I wasn't a hundred percent sure that it was going to happen because, like, I haven't spoken to the the dude in a long time. Yeah. But we did talk, and I I I, I thought he was going to do it. I thought I thought he was going to make it happen. It turns out he made it happen. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow sees the launch of the Jackbox Party Pack Seven from Jackbox Games. The next in the series of party games that you can play with your phone, your PC, your any old thing. Yep. Great, you know, great series. Uh, a lot of classic games in it. Trivia Murder Party, still one of my favorites. A lot of cool stuff. Um, and up until recently, um, up until about a year ago, has been not super accessible. I mean, it's been accessible enough to play some games for the blind, but not like super duper accessible. Um, you know, to the point where we could really fully appreciate a lot of the elements yeah. of these games. But that... Oh, it was a little bit of a bit guesswork, but... Yeah, right, right. Some guesswork, but we still had fun with them, but, you know... Yeah. It never was, It never was like, fully accessible, but that... Oh, dude, Shay was... So, here's a... Here's a little uh, thing of, like, how far we've come. So, um, Shay, the other day, was streaming the... Um, the first, you don't know, Jack? Like the, oh, yeah. the one from like Party Pack One. Yeah. Um. Everything is unlabeled in that. Yep. <laughs> yep. Literally everything is unlabeled in that. You have I to. Mean, you have to guess which one you're pressing in that yep. one. Yep. Everything. Yep. And now, ladies and gentlemen, all that is changing in a big way. Now it started with Party Pack Six. Uh, we got. Web accessibility built into Dictionarium and Jokeboat, uh, which we played pretty heavily back in the day. Yep, and we'll we'll play it again. Don't worry about that. I'm sure we'll include that in the uh, in the event. Oh yeah, in the big stream. Um, but uh, Dictionarium and Jokeboat got web accessibility, so certain things read automatically, or we could also review the contents too. Like we could see the scores for the first time ever in any of the games. Yay! Um, I'm happy. Yeah, and uh, we could you know see the winning votes for things and what the, how, how much they won by, you know, 63%, you know, of the vote. Didn't, uh, Stuff like that. Didn't Trivia Murder Party get a f- couple things it, also? It got a couple things. The, mo- the main thing Murder Party got was some labeling, and so- it got the... It did get one auto-read. It got an auto-read during, very specifically, the math minigame. That's right. Uh, so it automatically reads the, the math problems to you, so you can just focus on picking the, the buttons at the bottom. Yeah. So that was helpful. Um, but yeah... So it started with Party Pack Six, and only in those, only in select, you know, games in that Party Pack 
Although most of those games were accessible anyway, so it wasn't too big a deal that, that they weren't all accessible. Yeah. Um, and he also went back because the, the guy, my contact at Jackbox is specifically one of the guys that works on the web development side of it. And he went back into a couple of, a couple of, well, actually, it was mostly just one game. He went back into Gespionage, which I believe is in Party Pack 3? 3, I think, four? yeah. 3 or 4. Um, but he went, he went back into that one. He did two things. He, oh, labeled all, he, he labeled all of the images for your characters, because you, you have actual character choices in that game. He labeled all those, and he made the slider actually work with screen readers, so we can actually make choices oh, in that, that game. that made me so happy when that... Uh... That made Gespionage actually fun. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. We had we actually really had. I was I was desperate to try to get enough people so we had an audience uh, an audience uh, data poll poll instead of a, a survey poll. Yeah, it just never worked out that way. <laughs> but it's actually no, it did once, didn't it? We actually it did, did once. One. It did. Yeah, we we did have enough people one time because you need at least five in the audience for that. Anyway, anyway, um, so little minor things. A lot, except for those two major ones in in uh, in dictionary and, and, and joke book. Now, ladies and gentlemen, enter Party Pack Seven. Party Pack Seven features the same uh, web accessibility that Party Pack Six did in two of its games, but I believe I actually can't necessarily confirm this, but I have no reason to doubt it. Because why? Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be in all of them now. Every game in Party Pack 7 should theoretically be as accessible as Dictionary and Joke Book were, at the very least. Now, I, I can confirm, like, I can't, the reason I can confirm it's there in the first place is because I joined Steven Spawn, who got early access to Party Pack 7, while he was playing Quiplash 3. And uh, I can confirm the accessibility was working on that game. So that's what makes me think that's probably in all of them now. Yep. Because it seems like he, he had a goal of accessibility and he made it happen. And the reason I say that he made it happen, man, this is, this is the real reason. This is the real. I mean, I love the fact that these games work on the web and we can read everything and that's, that's great. But the cherry on top, folks. Ah, this made me, this made me literally shout with joy. <laughs> it it literally not he told even me right after. He told me right after. Ladies and gentlemen, at last, at long last, we no longer have to ask for sighted help at all yep. in Party Pack 7 because the room codes are read aloud. I think you just literally hit a button and uh, just like, oh, you want yep. the room code? Here Enter the room. It's read by the host of that game, by the way. I so like every that. Host, that's, a nice, that's a nice touch. Yeah, every host did it. So he got, he got every host to record the alphabet and <laughs> essentially. <laughs> yep. And actually, he got them to record it twice because I don't know if you noticed this, but there's two like versions of each letter. There's like oh, a, yeah, like A, A. Yeah, yeah like, right, yes. right, exactly, exactly, exactly. So every host did it. And it's so cool that they're willing to do that for us, man. I I wish they had done menu narration. I, I will admit that. Yeah, that's a little bit of it's a little disappointing that that's not there. But I mean Yeah, I, I mean progress. I, I progress absolutely though. This honestly, given the choice. I'm happy with this. I will take that give, over menu yeah, narration. Right. Given if the it choice. comes down to that choice, yeah. give us the room code so we can access the games on our own. Yep. Because this way, what we can do now, we can officially do this. The typical tactic for um, for sighted Jackbox uh, Party Pack players has been, or hosts has been, hide the room code first. Yep. And uh, so, so only you know what it is. You enter the room code first. You're always the first one in. Yeah. Um, 
we can do that now. Now we can just mute our uh, yeah, mute audio. our sound, get the code, come back, tell everyone else what the code is. Yep, we can actually do that now. <laughs> Thank you, Jackbox. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so um, the game is coming out tomorrow. The, the games, I guess, are coming out. The, the party pack is coming out tomorrow. I will be streaming it on Friday. I know that uh, some people will probably beat me to it, but I'm, trust me when I tell you, I cannot. I'm sure Shay will stream this tomorrow. She probably will. <laughs> I hope she does. I hope she does. I can't do it, though. Yeah. I can't do it because I have another thing I can't talk about. Ooh, super so. secret things. Indeed. Indeed. Or super secret stuff. Yes, it's it's all good though. It's it's all good, man. Oh yeah, it's all good. I believe it's it. Ah, <sighs> and um, things are happening. Things are happening. It's a good time right now. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you one one other thing. This is kind of a reminder because I've I've already p- announced this publicly, but it's it's worth reminding because this now is the time to remind people about this. Remember, podcast listeners. I guess this is technically a a, se- a separate accessibility item. Remember that next week, next Tuesday, in fact, is the day that I. Again, this is already public. I get to talk with Xbox and tell my story and bring it. <laughs> Essentially. Oh, I missed this announcement. Okay. You missed this? I did. Oh my god. I announced this weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on Twitter. On Twitter, but I announced it weeks ago. Yeah. I have been invited to speak with Xbox uh, teams and developers and whatnot for an entire hour. Um and tell my story, share my story about accessibility, about gaming, and being a blind gamer, and all this stuff. And forty-five minutes of me talking, fifteen minutes of Q and A, and I have been told this is my time to tell my story, which means I can talk about the things I've been displeased with and things like that. Yeah. Like it's it's my time to do with you know it's, as I please. Is this going to be um, archive archive somewhere? Or is this going to no? It's not going to be recorded yeah. at all, as far as I know. Okay. It's going to be a discussion with xbox specifically but i'm allowed to talk about the fact that i'm doing it okay cool so yeah yeah that's happening on tuesday that is actually why i'm not streaming on tuesday because i have to do that nice so nice that is happening next week yeah so it's it's uh it's, I, it's 2020 are going man. so it's well like, 2020 has been like a crappy year all around but like right for accessibility gaming stuff it's been a really good year it's been great yeah it's been great it's been great I actually got. Um, I can't talk about about it too much, but I can. Uh, I can say that I actually recently got more consulting work, and uh, Ooh, that makes me very happy. Good, good, yes, good. yes, indeed. It's a snowball. It's, been, it's a snowball. I know. I know. It's 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 just going to build, and I love it. I love it all. Yep. <sighs> so that's that, folks. Uh, Jackbox comes out tomorrow. If you if you're if you don't have Jackbox already, I mean, you should totally get it. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Should totally get it. It's gonna be accessible. Yeah, totally get it. <laughs> um, if uh, well, I'm probably gonna be super busy tomorrow. But if Shay streams Party Pack during a time when I'm not, if there is one, uh, <laughs> I'll probably jump in. But <laughs> otherwise, I'll be streaming it on Friday, and we'll be checking everything out then. Yep. And we'll be playing. We'll try every one of the games because I always like to do that. I always like to see what's what's what works and what doesn't. Yeah. Even I want to try even the games that oh, people don't think will be playable because you never know. I can confirm. Uh, I don't know if you saw the Blather Round is super accessible. Oh, good. Um, good. good. Okay. For one, like things that people write out are spoken. Oh, nice. Um, via nice. via like a that. TTS, 
and also they put, they put two DS back in the in the, in the actual game. They huh? did. <laughs> That's nice of them. And um, they could have used it in Party Pack Six for Joe Pro. I know, I know. That would have been nice. That's 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 what I meant by they put it back, you know? Yeah. Because they use it for, for the wrap. And I also and... use it for, like, if you're, like, if the the person, I don't know what to call it, but, like, the the person that's in charge of, like, the, the current category or whatever. Oh. Um, It's kind of like, I don't know how much you know about Blatherhound, but it's kind of like charades in a way. Okay, yeah, I don't, I don't know, like... I think I remember. I think I remember the the preview trailer thing vaguely, but yeah. Um, but like, if you're on the right track, or if you're not even close, like you can like hit a button, and the TTS huh. will kind of tell you that, like, oh, it's not similar at all to blah blah blah. Oh, oh okay. Um, <laughs> well, that's nice. <laughs> and also, if you're doing the one making the guesses, um, the web, the auto web stuff will just. Flat out, I'm actually tell you if it's oh good right or not good, which is good. awesome. So yeah, okay. So we already know. Okay, so we we can already confirm the auto the web stuff for two games. Then, yep, not just one. Yep. Okay, because I did. I, go. I did not play Quiplash and you tonight, and I played. Um, you played Blatherround. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I played Quiplash and confirmed it for that. So cool. That's good two. Stuff. Two out of five. Yep. Boom! I'm looking forward to this, man. It's gonna be fun. Gonna be fun. Good stuff. I wonder what the trophies are like. I, wonder what the tro- <laughs> I don't know. The trophies for the trophies for six are crazy. Yeah. Like with with Trivia Murder Party two, like win as the dad and stuff like that. Oh, win yeah. with the dad mask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the wig, I mean. Yeah, the wig. Um, yeah, it's crazy, man. Um. So yeah, I guess that's all for. So it's really news that I have. Unless you want to throw something out there, Sterlock. Besides um, the usual, Hades is awesome, 13 Sentinels is awesome. We all Hades, know Hades and 13 Sentinels are awesome. I need to finish 13 Sentinels, actually. I might do that I either. can't believe you haven't. I haven't. <laughs> I, it's You know what it is? It's like... You just don't want it to end. I don't want it to end. Because it's like, probably sad when it's over. It's like, oh, man, it it sucks to now? be in that position because you want to play more, but at the same time you don't. Yes. Because <laughs> if you play more, it'll end. I know. I'm like... <laughs> I know I'm like really close to like all I have to do now is finish Ogata's or not. Um, oh, Go what's down. his name? No, well, yeah, him too. Uh, and um, Hijiyama. Ah, I, I still have Hijiyama and then Goto and then the final battle and then whatever, if anything's after the final battle. Yeah. Um, there might be an epilogue sequence. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know any spoilers. I deliberately. Yep. You know, to not spoil myself on anything with this game. So I tell you what, this for me, this story is just building in awesomeness. Like the last stream that I did of, of 13 Sentinels, so much craziness uh, happened, and it, it just know. gave me more questions. Now you know, now you know what I'm talking about, right? When you're when you're trying to explain it to other people, I know. When you try to explain <laughs> it, you sound like an insane person. Like even even a couple hours of it, like even what Chaosbringer missed when he when he missed the uh-huh. beginning of the stream was hard to explain. And Chaosbringer's reaction was basically the same as Ray's reaction, like uh huh, okay, uh huh, okay, sure, man. <laughs> <laughs> you uh you keep playing that game, buddy. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, That's it's, it's something else insane. Like if you if you catch it piecemeal, you're going to be so lost. Even if you catch the full thing, you're going to be lost. Cause that's just... Honestly, that's one of the reasons I want to replay it again after yeah. I'm done. That's what I'm um, saying. That's what I was saying like a couple, week, like a couple weeks ago. Was I, I want to replay this knowing 
knowing the whole, knowing all the, the whole beats. story, knowing yeah. all the beats, and just like because you'll piece things together. Like, oh yeah, okay, this so yeah. this happened around here. Okay, yeah, got it's it. gonna yeah. be interesting. Yeah, I feel like it'll be I easier do second time through. I want to do that, and I also want to do a. Pl- I'm not gonna stream it, of course, but a Japanese also, playthrough. A, a Japanese playthrough, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. I knew you were gonna say that. Yep. Uh, so actually, you know, you know what's funny about that? Um, Clement was talking to me because Clement uh, also learned Japanese, and I'm learning Japanese. Yeah, I think he's. I believe and, he's actually fluent now. Yeah, he's fluent now. He says he's he's he. Well, he tells me he is anyway. Uh, <laughs> but I uh, know he is because he's working directly with the um, Galaxy Laboratory people oh. on Planet Saga. He's oh, doing the great. translation for that game. Oh, that's awesome! That's that's awesome for him. That's tremendous. I didn't know yeah. that. That's awesome. Yep. Um, so he told me that he actually used the uh, 13 Sentinels. Uh, he used it as a kind of a practice thing. So what he would do is he would switch the languages back and forth and keep going into the log and just replaying conversational bits. Oh, just, just to make sure like he's still caught up on his Japanese yeah. properly. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. He said he used that feature that way. You know and what, I thought, that... That's pretty interesting. That's really, yeah. Oh, man, what a neat idea. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's a way to test yourself. Yeah. Like, do oh, it in Japanese super... first and, like, wait, did I understand what that just said? Don't, don't well, cheat. Don't use OCR. Yeah, no, that's um, really cool. Yeah, man. Using, it, using a game as a practice tool. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably do that myself. Really, like, it's a great that's idea. That's really cool. That's a neat yeah. idea. Because I assume the the language is probably really easy to switch if you did it that way. So I I actually don't even know how you do it, but I assume it's easy to do. I mean, you can literally go to the settings at any time, so it's right, right. It's probably figures. pretty trivial. Yep. Yeah. Once you have the menus memorized, just you know, a couple of key presses and you're just, done. You know what? I'm going to finish this game tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do it. Actually. Oh, he's buckling down, folks. He's buckling actually, down. I gotta no. I'll probably do it to my cousin Misty. Kind of wanted to do some Destiny stuff tonight, so. Oh yeah, Probably, she did. Uh, she did mention that that she might. I can't. I, I can't confirm that she will, but she mentioned that she she might want to. It, it depends on how she feels because she's she's right. taking a nap right now. So. She might be a little tired from yeah. uh, video rendering. And oh, nap. she was. She was. Yeah, I I didn't expect it to take that long. So <laughs> it's it's there's a, I I didn't realize how much babysitting there is in video rendering. Goodness gracious! Yeah, apparently like, it's a giant pain. Just cutting a clip out is is a pain. Yeah, it's a monstrous pain. Yeah. So. But but we got it done. We got it done, and uh, those clips are up there. Uh, check yeah. out the blog post, guys, if you haven't already. So there you go. Um, so that's going to be all for accessibility news. Let's do a little bit of an outro thingy, and we'll get out of here for this week. This has been episode sixty-two. What you gonna, gonna do, brother? Of the of the Breakdown Walls podcast. And as as we told you, I hope you guys understand that we were correct that this episode ran wild on you. <laughs> what an episode. PS5 news. Accessibility news related to Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I'm just going to say that again. Accessibility news related to Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I think it's hilarious that I'm excited for an Assassin's Creed game now and I've never been before. I know. Okay, cool. I know. It's wow. It's, what, is, what an episode this is. I'm down for this. Also, just real quick, I, I, I feel like I just want to mention this. So, our platform that we have, that we currently use, Anchor, has a new feature now. Um, because they're owned by Spotify, they're just oh, flat out allowing you to use anything on Spotify in an Anchor podcast. 
So, oh, okay. if you are if you are of a mind, and you have anchor, you can now just literally make a radio show, and it's like fully allowed, like it's fully licensed because it's Spotify. Huh? How crazy is that? Wow. Okay, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, you can just any any as long as it's on Spotify, you can use it. It's simple. That, that's that's okay. whatever crazy because sure. Since I guess since they since they own it. Like every play of the podcast, it probably marks what songs were used, and it just yeah. it counts as a Spotify play. Wow. Okay. Neat. So, works out. Works out for the artist. Works out for everyone. So, yeah. Hey, if you want to make a radio show, you can't take requests, obviously, because Anger's not live. Yeah. But you could put together a, a show with music you like and yeah. and send it out there. You know, that's actually kind of neat. Yeah. Yeah. You can't use it. Like I was hoping when it, when they announced it, I was like, oh, could you use it as like your background? music for a thing we could just use a cool song that we like as, as right. our intro and stuff you can't use it like that it's literally uh kind of the way i insert the interludes and little little uh little oh, musical beats. you can only you can only use it as like interstitials you can just you can just insert a song yeah you can't talk over it it's just a thing that you insert as a segment nah, that, of your show that so. actually that actually makes sense yeah that's why it works kind of in a radio show format if that's what you yeah, want to yeah. do you can do that okay so neat. i don't know i thought i'd mention that in the outro here because it's, it's a neat huh. little thing that some of you guys might want to take advantage of, so there you go. Yeah. Anyway, this cool. has been episode sixty-two. Um, I hope you liked this episode. I, I love this episode. I think it's just I think it was amazing. Just so much so exciting much stuff is happening. Stuff, exciting stuff is happening. We're, we're heading in like it's interesting. We're heading into the next generation of consoles. We're also heading into like a new generation of accessibility. I really love it. Yeah. I really I'm all in for it, man. It's awesome. So uh, tune in next week where who knows what's gonna happen. Anything might happen next week. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, it's it's been a crazy ride, and uh, I'm still we're still on it, and uh, it's awesome. Um, I mean, by the time, yeah, next week y'all have y'all have had your uh, your Microsoft talk. Yeah, exactly. So we can talk about that uh, maybe somewhat. I don't know. I don't know how much I can say after the fact, but yeah, I probably can give a general idea of what 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 went down. Um, so we'll talk about that, and we'll talk about some other stuff too. I'm sure more is going to happen. Um, Still waiting for that official PS5 UI breakdown. Don't know why they haven't done that with less than a month left, left I, but yeah, I don't still know. waiting for that. <laughs> Maybe that'll happen by next week. <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out. Until then, guys, thanks for listening. Check out breakdownwalls.net. You can find us all there. You can listen to podcasts from there, anything like that, and all that stuff. Um, until then, until next week, we will see you next time.